0: Guys, I made a big mistake recently. What is it? Um, you know, I I have a bad habit of just keeping things for uh, you know, till the last minute and just I'm just bad at at getting to stuff, you know, and I always just miss deadlines. Right. So, there's one big deadline that I missed recently and, you know, I it's 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 just it's not good and, you know, like a lot of people are going to be upset with me. What's the deadline? But, uh, but it's just the fact that, like, you know, like the, the fall of 2022 uh, semester started uh, yesterday and I, f- I forgot to sign up for uh, for my classes.
1: What classes?
0: You know, the classes that I'm supposed to take because, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm still in school.
1: No, you're not. <laughs> you fully graduated in August.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Did you
1: forget that you graduated?
0: Man, you know, I really did you know why because yesterday i was pooped out (laughs) i was laying in bed i was just a i was just a pile of dirt pile of soil (laughs) potting soil just laying in bed roasting away in the florida heat just wondering this is crazy because it's my first semester not having to do no school you know why because i graduated and and i guess my body my mind my soul is just so used to just getting ready for for the fall semester on our on you know the third week of every august of the year and um you know i'm getting i'm I'm becoming accustomed to a you know this post-graduation kind of burnout dependency whatever it may be
1: the the post-grad depression the pgd it hits different wow pg you don't get accustomed to it until later because you know if you're in school for literally like 23 years of your life obviously it's gonna be like a weird void when we get out of school so i feel you i'm still dealing with that myself no shame. i was
0: talking to i was talking to my co-worker today and i was like yeah man i'm going through it right now because i don't know what to do with all this extra time i got you feel me and my co-worker was like you know it's crazy because like usually you know people don't feel the same way because their full their new full time job takes over the amount of time that they would put into school. But the fact that you've done both, you know, now you just have a whole outlet of time that you don't know what to do with it. I'm like, man, that's very true.
1: Yeah, that was the same thing for me.
0: Yeah, so you know, um if if you guys would like to send me any uh words of encouragement, you know, tell me that I'm a I'm a smart young man <laughs> and that um you know, I deserve to just kind of lay in bed and to, you know, roast away, you know, just photosynthesize in the sun. Because um, he is a pile know.
1: of dirt and soil. Um, <laughs> thanks.
0: <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for coming back to our podcast named Difficult Dish, a podcast about various South Asian narratives. My name is Mahua. Hey,
1: no it's not. My name is Mushoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... We would like to thank you guys for, for tuning back in. A um, c- couple things to go over before we move any further. Um, follow me on Instagram. Uh, uh. Uh, that's it. Um, so, so what <laughs> are we talking about? It's because officially
1: Difficultish has surpassed Mashoon's Instagram followers. And he swore in the past few episodes <laughs> that if that happened, he would not be a co-host on our podcast anymore. So since that happened, are you about to leave?
0: I'm giving you guys a chance, okay? <laughs> I know I know that I'm the backbone of this podcast. The podcast is nothing without me. Right. So I'm giving you guys one more chance, you guys. And there's like 80 followers, you know, separation between my Instagram and the difficult dish Instagram. There's more than 80 of y'all. All you guys follow me. What's up? What's up? I'm ugly. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm not any of those. Follow me. Anyways, what are we talking about today?
1: So, today, we wanted to keep it, you know, lighthearted. So, first of all, let's go over some things. I posted yeah. on our Instagram story, you know, send us your best South Asian hot takes. Because for this episode, you know, for the past few episodes, we've been going hard on very, ver- various topics that y'all have been requesting. Mm. Like dating. Like what? We have been dating. talking about, you know, um, South Asian abuse. all Ab- oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about our relationship we talked oh, about wow. all these emotional subjects, right? And that's all fun and mm. games. But really, where's the actual fun, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so we wanted Listen, to have an episode. Thing. Yeah, go ahead. You
0: know, we'll be we'll finish we'll finish some episodes and then I'll just I'll just have to lay in bed cuz like like I don't usually talk about these types of things for this long just nonstop. So it is very draining, you know. Yeah. And when we started this podcast, we wanted the roots of this podcast to just be out of fun and be out of lightheartedness. Right. Of course, you know, we'll we'll drop some gems on y'all here and there. But at the end of the day, we're just two young individuals who just, you know, want to vibe out. Right. Talk some, talk some smack. Right. You feel me? And that's what we're going to be doing today.
1: Yeah. We love talking smack. You know that me and Mishnoon. Our whole personality is just bickering with one another. So anyway, Bicker. I posted on our Instagram. Send us your best hot takes. And I guess people don't understand the definition of hot takes because
0: Yeah, what's a hot a take? hot
1: take is basically an opinion that you have about something that most people don't agree with, right? So have you
0: have you had the have you had the hot cakes from McDonald's? I
1: didn't even know that was a thing. What is they that? They
0: don't call them pancakes, they call them hotcakes.
1: Oh hotcakes. Yeah hey mcdonald's sponsor us
0: sponsor me you understand you <laughs> send me hash browns that's all i need but but you know what when, whenever you say the word hot take um i just think a hot cake
1: so anyway that moving forward so
0: yeah yeah we can move forward
1: a hot take is basically an opinion that you have that other people don't agree with and it's, so we were asking for your opinion so that me and mishun or Mashoon and i can fight about it you know so, I guess mm. people don't understand that definition because a lot of people were just sending in like heavy-ass topics for us to talk about. Yeah. Like Yeah, wow. Like people were sending in talk about Like what? Talk about racism, talk about abuse, <laughs> talk about violence, talk about how, <laughs> talk about <laughs> talk about how girls have it eat, uh, harder than boys. I was like, "All right. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. All right." We all right, we've all right. been doing this. We just want to take it easy Relax. today, right? So, we got a few. Yeah, I'm excited to argue with you.
0: What are some hot cakes you got? You want to s- start start it off you want to start it off i'm ready i'm ready what's popping start it off
1: all right so before we start this is Uh, all for jokes right and mashoon and i will probably have different opinions but we are going to try our best to not make it too filtered so this is like our mm. genuine thoughts okay
0: yeah and i i haven't even seen these by the way uh she she hid them from me so i have not heard (laughs) this at all
1: it's true. so what's up all right, so the first one is South Asian parents aren't wrong for pressuring their daughters to get married Women face sexism in the workplace have to deal with gender wage gaps and women can be discriminated out of higher-paying jobs For some the only way to financial security and better lifestyles is marrying your way into it Wow, how do you feel about that?
0: Um, so so there, there's a lot to that, right? Um, there's a couple things first we can talk about um what was the first part of that, <laughs> that was, bro i thought we were doing like a sentence that shit was long as no, long. That What was, was the first part the, the first part about the marriage south the first asian parents
1: aren't wrong for pressuring their daughters to get married
0: um they are wrong right all right what was after that
1: <laughs> no i think i think the first part is like related to everything else after that
0: but they they were talking about they were talking about uh the the gender wage gap
1: yeah so i think they're basically saying so
0: so they're they're saying that because of the gender wage gap they should get married to a man earlier that's what they're saying yeah because because
1: a lot of women don't get paid so it's better to get the money from their husband and get married
0: Mm. um so so here's how i feel right i i remember my sister told me this thing of like she used to work for this one very popular company and she was getting like, you know, a certain amount. And she didn't really enjoy working for the company. And towards the end of like right before she left, she found out that a white man who was brand new working in the same position as her got paid a lot more than her. You know, was offered a lot wow. more than her. You understand what I'm saying? And and I, I hear about... This gender wage gap a lot and we studied it a little bit in one of my um one of my classes the class name was like uh like business climate analysis or something and essentially you know uh i don't know the ins and outs i'm not a i'm not a scientist i don't listen this is like all i know um i think that the gender wage gap is birthed out of you know women doing jobs that are not as you know strenuous or tedious or like ruggedy going like underground to like mine oil and shit um that's why like on average i'm not saying that's why but on average men wages are higher it's not the, it, it it does also get into like a particular company a particular workplace but i think as a whole in general that gap is there because when men just do higher paying jobs that m- A majority of women don't want to participate in which which is whatever um but one thing that i just wasn't very well like aware of and educated upon was when it comes to just like company specific roles and company specific positions like what happened to my sister i'm not saying that what happened to her was because of you know her being brown or her being a woman maybe it was i don't know um but i do think that that does happen a lot because i think a lot of companies they believe that men could do things that women can't when i think that's ridiculous i think at the Bad. end of the day men are men can do certain things better women can do certain things better that's just human nature but i think when it comes to them being paid vastly differently i think is is ridiculous and i think that's stupid and whether it happens or whether it doesn't doesn't happen i don't know i don't know enough i should know more honestly but um i do think that that's a real thing but at the end of the day that's not what this question is it was literally um, not about
1: it at all so would you agree no i just i
0: i I think i think it's interesting i I think uh women should do literally whatever they want and just because um there's a gender wage gap that may exist um my sister gets paid very well now And she gets paid better than a lot of her male counterparts. Fact, and as she should. it's not it's not because she's a woman. It's because she's a harder worker mm-hmm. than her male counterparts. Um, not saying that this wage doesn't exist. But I think there's a, you know, kind of expanding out. You know, I remember when I went to Colombia and I went on, you know, this tour through this neighborhood called Comino 13 and There were 24 people on this tour, and I think literally, like, 18 to 20 of them were just girls, and I would talk to some of them, and, like, all of them were, like, just women solo travelers, you know, and that just blew my mind because I, like, I know that it's a scary world, and I know that women are scared to do stuff like that because, men are annoying and men are stupid and it's a scary world for women because of men and i know that that exists but you know seeing women that know that certain things go on in the world but still like not letting that stop them whether it's traveling whether it's getting higher up in a company i I have so much f- respect for for women that do that, and I'm not gonna sit here and tell a woman what to do or what not to do. But I think, you know, going against what are what are the odds and what are the traditional ties, um, is very empowering. It's very beautiful, and I I just love to see women do literally whatever they want. Amen. What? Amen. I Amin. Mean. I Amin. Mean. Yeah. I love to hear that. that a
1: lot of men are like, oh, woman only solo travel because they're going through something in their relationship.
0: Wow. Subs.
1: Wow. Subs. But Whatever. anyway, so do you agree or disagree with the hot take?
0: The hot take is that parents are right for pressuring their mm-hmm. daughters. I heavily disagree with that hot take. I, I also think disagree. Parents are, I think parents are wrong for pressuring their daughter. I think instead of pressuring their daughter to marry a man, they should assist/slash guide the daughter to become a free-spirited, wow, independent woman. I could
1: not have said it better. This man is you understand taking the words. You better understand. Better
0: tell tell her, you know, remind the daughter that that marriage is a beautiful thing, and she will find a wholesome man when the time comes. But when the daughter is a mere 23 24 25 26 do not pressure them to get married you pressure Mm -hmm. them to become a better
1: person. wow wow you understand what i'm saying you should just follow him episodes done
0: episodes done yeah
1: the mic drop
0: how you feel about it no
1: honestly i understand the sentiment of parents pressuring the daughter because at the end of the day most parents obviously want like the best for their daughter And they want the daughter to be taken care of. And that's why so many parents ask way before anything, oh, what does he do for work? What do the parents do for work? Because they assume that the husband is going to take care of her, you know? And so I get, like, it's coming from a place of love and coming from a place of security. But at the end of the day, if you're pressuring your daughter to get married just so she can get taken care of and have no financial literacy herself, that's not right. There are so many girls that I know who are at that age of being pressured into getting married, and that makes them not want to get married in the first place. Second, find someone that's you know good enough for their their parents, but not actually good enough for them because they feel rushed. And at the end of the day, you should feel more encouraged to find a high-paying job, find a place that has equality instead of thinking that your only way out is to marry someone. So I disagree.
0: I But at the end of the day, I understand what this person is saying because um, the only the thing that I disagree with is the pressuring. But I think it is important to remember that, of course, there are countless women out there who like they don't really want to get super high up into some corporate position a lot. Like my coworker, like we were talking and, you know, what our plans are for the next year. And like I was talking and then like I asked her and she was like, honestly, like I just kind of want to have a kid with like my husband she has a boyfriend with like my husband and just like be a take be like a caretaker and and a and a nurturer and like take care of my husband and and my child or how much many children i have and you know that that's beautiful and i think a lot of women just kind of want a simple life where they just Mm -hmm. take care of you know their loved ones and uh and i support that as well but it's just like the pressuring Mm -hmm. of you know the parent to the daughter to make them do this or make them do that like at the end of the day if a woman wants to become a high level ceo she should do that if a woman just wants to get married at 25 and have a kid and take care of whoever she should do that too at the end of the day we
1: support free will and freedom of choice out here we do pro choice oh wow (laughs) all right next one men should have the same responsibilities in the household as women
0: No, I mean, I mean, this is obviously very, like, very broad in general. So it's like, like, obviously, yes. But it's like, I mean, we have to get into like something specific, you know, it's like uh...
1: I think when you get into a relationship, it's important to expect that one day you will not be at your best state to do something and you'll expect your partner to do like the 70% while you just do the 30. And that's like what relationships are, you know, sacrifice But you can't expect to just, you know, like the dynamic between our moms and dads. Like the mom does all of the caretaking, the housework, all of the, you know, being present in the, the children's lives. And then the dad thinks it's only okay to just bring in the income. And that's such an imbalance of power and just work. And it's not fair. Just because you're bringing in the money doesn't mean your wife is doing nothing at home, you know. So I definitely think that it should be more than just like the dynamic that we're used to where like the man is like the um the bearer. what is it the money person the the,
0: uh what the fuck is the word (laughs) i know (laughs) know what you're saying but yeah but but it's like a i i agree that men should do more when it comes to the house but i also think that that's kind of how like things have been forever right it's always been like like i'm not saying always or all the time but i think like a majority of households go like the woman is the nurturer and the the male is the what the what the hell is the word the the breadwinner right breadwinner that's the word breadwinner and i think that that's how you know most households go and i'm not gonna sit here and say that that's not how things should go i think that we should definitely strive towards more of a balance. Men are not in their kids' lives enough. They're not, you know, going grocery shopping enough. They're not doing laundry enough. Um, And I think that men should definitely do more of that. But also, it just depends on the family because there are also a bunch of men who work 14 hour days just to you know support the whole family and at the end of the day i'm sure that they want to do more around the house but i think if we're being realistic a lot of times it it is tough for them not saying that they're right for not doing anything but you know i think a lot of a lot of the attention goes to you know oh like this father is a bad father when it's like let's try to have a little bit more understanding of like where he's coming from you Mm, know true not All sure right. if that answers the hot take, but but yes, more equality, please.
1: <laughs> so this is a lighter one. Someone said, mm. "Chat masala or chat moshla is to brown people what ketchup is to white people. We put it on everything."
0: <laughs> white people do not put ketchup on everything. Okay, they got ranch. <laughs> they, <laughs> they got, got mustard. Got, they got they got mustard. You understand what I'm saying? They sometimes
1: <laughs> got that throwing- chipotle mayo.
0: <laughs> they got a little spicy mayo <laughs> If they want to kick it up a notch
1: No, I, I agree <laughs> I think, well, chat masala is kind of similar To like any spices in general Because, you know, I Even in my cooking Of me by myself I put like chili powder Chili, like anything chili related Cajun, cayenne All the brown red sauce, red uh, seasonings So I do agree I think chat masala I don't I don't think it's specifically chat masala but I think it's like chili, pepper in general, like spices in general. Mm. We do put it on everything. Mm-hmm. Like even just like fries. Like remember when we made fries, we had to put That's like the, the masala on top of it. Guys, if you haven't yeah. tried like masala fries where did we, at the where lounges, did we have you have to try it.
0: <laughs> no, you, you know what it is? Honestly, like the South Asian flavors are the best flavors in the world.
1: Yeah, true.
0: They you if you put them on anything they just make it better yeah put it on you know some chicken nuggets put it on some fries put it on some pizza literally it just makes everything better yeah i think we're the best yeah you know hot take hot cake (laughs) south asians is the is it's the best culture in the world
1: so another hot take that we got that i actually cackled at because this person has no profile picture no followers nothing Uh. girls should not be allowed out after dark
0: wow Wow, how do you feel about that?
1: How do you feel about that?
0: Nah, no, I answer every single one first. You go ahead.
1: Yo, who gave him? Who gave this person an Instagram? Why is my mom on Instagram like a right now? boy.
0: Not even probably my mom would. It,
1: not even my mom would say that. Not <laughs> even my nanu would say that. Who gave him a platform to say girls should not be allowed after dark? What do you think this is? Freaking 1732. Why? Wow. Why? <laughs> you know who should not be allowed after dark? Males. You know how nice yeah. the utopia for females would be if we had no males to worry about. We can wear whatever we want. We can stay out whenever we want. We can do whatever the hell we want without getting catcalled, without getting a comment said to us, without getting killed. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hot take, but you should not even give any <laughs> takes from your end. Yeah.
0: Damn. Go ahead and just revert it unsend it damn un-send yeah unsend stuff go ahead
1: what's your what's your take on it
0: no nah, i mean i i agree no I, I i agree with what you said sorry <laughs> guys, i Guys, surprised <laughs> it
1: was actually him sending it to our account
0: <laughs> no it's really crazy because um life would be so much better if guys weren't weird life you would understand? be so much
1: better if guys didn't exist besides you and my dad
0: you see that's going that's going a little too far you know that's 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 just mean
1: and my baby cousin and my yeah. brother maybe nobody else just four nobody else that's it
0: you see you see here's here's the thing right here's
1: his optic <laughs> here it goes guys
0: men are weird but i i don't like when women like absolutely tear men down to the ground mm. because i don't like to be grouped in to the group of men right because that involves men who are weird men who are rude men who have anger issues mm. and i am not any of those true you know so i i don't like the whole sentiment of life will be better on men men ain't shit i like i get i get why you're saying what you're saying but like i don't like it i, I wouldn't like people putting me in those groups and I feel like when those type of statements are said, I'm kind of seen as one of the weirdos or one of, like, the dickheads. When it's like, I'm not. You know I'm not. The people around me know I'm not. Right. And and I I never liked that, you know?
1: I get that. So, so do I you think, think girls I... should be a lot after dark or not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course men... Uh, men. <laughs> of course of course, women should be a lot after dark. Right. right. <laughs> That's just stupid to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right.
1: The next one is... South Indians and Sri Lankans have the highest spice tolerance in the diaspora.
0: I don't know, bro. <laughs> <What the laughs> fuck? I like. I'm gonna be honest. I don't care. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you do.
1: No, honestly, like I haven't really, like it's not like we had a competition with any everyone from the diaspora, but I I feel like honestly, Bangladeshi people can handle a lot of spice because let me yeah. wait. Let me say because. I've had Indian cuisine before, and their Indian, their cuisine is amazing, right? But it's very, like, creamy-based. It's not, like, it's spicy, but not as spicy. But if you've had, like, Bangladeshi food, it's, like, tongue, like, you know, your tongue is, I can't, like, honestly, for me, I cannot handle spice. I'm, like, the one in the family that cannot handle spice to that level. Like, I can handle it if if I talk to a white person, but compared to, like, my mom and, like, my nanu and my brother, my dad, I can't handle it so Here, i don't know
0: here's the th- here's the thing when it comes to India we cannot talk about indian food because there's 42 million types of different right Indians. true and when you're saying that oh indian food is creamier that's not true americanized indian food is a lot creamier mm. and and i get that that's you know everybody's interpretation of, or thought of indian food like butter chicken chicken tikka masala, right? but that's that's not and like every indian listening knows that it's not um i used to have a good friend who was south indian and he would his shit was so spicy like very very spicy right and i think from him i learned that i i could be wrong any indian, indians that are listening i think indian india is a very fascinating country and i think there's so much to to learn and understand about the country of india because there's sixty two thousand million different types of languages and here you go sixty two thousand million. <laughs> <laughs> but um i've heard that south indian food is a lot spicier than north mm. indian food i think when you get to like the creamier based stuff or like the milkier based stuff i think that's closer to the north if i'm wrong listen i'm I'm mm. just a boy
1: that, that's true but, <laughs>
0: but um i have heard that south indian south indians get down you understand you know
1: it's crazy like my family members literally eat whole like chili like morises and they put it in their mouth without like anything like nagamuris is like one of the spiciest morises in the world tell me why they my parents and my brother especially eat that on the regular it's a little snack
0: little little snack nagamuris do you
1: remember the hot chili pepper from um from drake and josh it was like the peruvian Mm. puff pepper
0: (laughs) all right you just you can't do spicy food though yeah all right this one's
1: this one's a hot take Eh. someone said Jalebi is disgusting oh wow um, oh wow he's one of them
0: <laughs> so so here's the thing right if you guys
1: don't know what Jalebi or Jellybee is it's like that that orange um sweet thing that you eat around like Ramadan time you know that song Jalebi baby
0: ah, you didn't have to put this on, <laughs> the song. I'm googling the the now the he's googling the Jalebi. ingredients Jalebi is a popular sweet snack in South and West Asia Africa All right, it's everywhere um, the South Asian variety is made by deep frying maida flour batter in pretzel or circular shapes. So it's just fried batter. Right. And then coated in sugar. Right. Um, fairly basic. Um, quite overrated. Uh, the whites love it. <laughs> um, you're crazy for saying it's disgusting. <laughs> right. Sicko. Um, But there's a lot better. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Gulfy. right right baish i'm mm. getting started mm. listen like like the south asian sweet genre that's my shit okay like you you guys don't even know what you're talking about you guys talk about like jellybee i'll talk about all this other shit like i really know what i'm talking about like this is really my avenue this is really my lane
1: right before this call i had two mishtis. nice it's with coconut inside i don't yeah. really know the name of it but my Kalmoni made it she gave me a whole mm. thing to bring home so yeah you're a silly goose For saying that jalebi is disgusting I do think it's very sugary You know I honestly don't have too much During it's Ramadan because you know Ramadan food is already fried foods in general Adding the sugar on top is not The healthiest so I do think It's a little sugary But you're sick for saying it's disgusting
0: Yeah you're sick for saying it's disgusting Yeah, yeah. that's a hot take that you Whatever. should
1: actually Keep to yourself
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, we don't want to you know you can, uh, you can unsend Messages on Instagram <laughs> by the way
1: All right, so someone sent us a hot take, and they said, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Indians are the most whitewashed (laughs) South Asians. How do you (laughs) feel
0: about that one? I mean, like, here's the thing, bro. When we talk about Indians, I'm not Indian, but... Listen, we got 62,000 million, 100,000 types of Indians, right? We got the South, we got the East, we got the West, the Northwest, the Southeast, the the (laughs) North, right? (laughs) All of them, right? And I love all of them, right? But at the end of the day, it's true. You think? (laughs) A lot of y'all are very white. A lot of y'all. You
1: know what it is? I also think that a lot of Bangladeshi people like our kind are also very whitewashed. Like I was very whitewashed when I was growing up. No, they're not. They are oh. when they come to the Here's country. The thing, they bro, are like we
0: we have two very different experiences. of But the of thing is,
1: people. a a lot of people won't admit this. But Indian people are the most superior in the workforce. Like you'll see that Indian people are, are on top of like the tech community. They're on top of it with like businesses, and they're higher up in the South Asian realm in comparison to like other South Asians. So I think that's why they're so whitewashed because I feel like they have like a reason to you know like it's to advance but themselves. I,
0: I I think in that context I I think that Indians can be higher up in the workforce just because they've been in America longer than Bengalis have been in America. Because you know the thing is like Indians have been in in the America in, in North America for decades. Mm and pakistanis came here after the indians and the bengalis just got here that's why you see a lot of bengalis still assimilated you know in new york city in queens in the bronx you still see them with you know th- the jamaicans the haitians the nigerians because they like they had to become assimilated with any type of people because they just got here they're still trying to figure stuff out and indians are not helping them pakistanis are not help are not helping them that's why you're now seeing more um surgeons of bengalis higher up in workforce higher up in entertainment and social media because they're just getting started indians have been here and this is no like disrespect or anything this is facts indians have been here a lot longer throughout anybody in the south asian diaspora that's why like i'm not saying a equals b but like they just have had more chances than we have had Fact. and it's like let's return to this in 20 years and see then we'll see how many bengalis are higher up you know the the only reason when there are not enough bengalis too high up is because we're still new we're still getting our feet wet you know but give it a little bit and i promise you like we'll be just there and maybe higher
1: return back to the pod in 20 years to hear our take on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> imagine you got any more what's going on oh i, like I got a lot
1: more Someone said, it's annoying to correct other Desi people's pronunciations of certain words because chances are, that's how they said it in their language. People telling me to say par- parata instead of porta mm. isn't going to work when I've been saying porta my whole life in my Bengali household. Mm. Damn. You know, you sure know growing up, spitting. like to be annoying, my brother and I, honestly, my brother still does it. He would always correct my mom's pronunciations as like, oh, I'm, I'm higher than you. This is how you're actually supposed to pronounce it in America. And now I don't do it anymore. But it's just like, obviously, like my mom grew up in Bangladesh and she has like the British pronunciation of certain words. Like um, Z is pronounced Zet, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's just so many different words that she mispronounces in like English, American English. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's not right. Like even like the the fight between people saying Oh, it's not Banibori, it's 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 not Fusca. It's is mm. like, you know, there's like whole so many different words for the same thing, and that's not right. Like obviously you're gonna have a different word, you're a different ethnicity and nationality than me. So
0: yeah. I th- I think people people see the skin color, people see the the similarities in like family upbringings, people see that, you know, everybody knows the Bollywood references, but it's like there are so many differences between all of us mm-hmm. that, you know, obviously like the typical white person is not going to see and the typical brown person is not going to even see. You know, I think I used to I used to be this type of person that like saw all brown people. As well. I'm the same as I'm the same as an Indian. You know, like we all watch Shark Khan. You know, but it's like the older you get, the more you realize how vastly different all of these, you know, not the countries, but then the cities, the regions, the village, like the the everything. So different. Yeah. So shut the hell up. I'm going to have my porta <laughs> and I'm going to have my chai. I, I can never say chai. I hate saying chai. I sound yeah. like a white girl at Starbucks. Can I get a chai? Right. I'm going to say cha for the rest of my life. Fact weirdos. that you should. Not, y'all not weird, but it's like, relax. If anything, y'all should say, say cha because too many white girls are running around saying chai. hmm can I get a chai?
1: Mm-hmm. Can I get a chai latte? Chai tea latte? Yeah. Oh my god, that pisses me off. All right.
0: You don't so, even know, but, but I've been, uh, Don't get me started. No bro. one like, got like, him started. Like, no one
1: got him started. Right, he's just sorry, talking. Sorry. 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 Someone so said uh, you know. it's selfish for immigrant parents to have a lot of kids if they can't afford it, and then they bank on their kids.
0: Oh man, this is a this is a touchy one. Yeah. This is a touchy. Why is it touchy? You know, because I used to talk about this a lot, mm. a lot that's something that i feel i didn't i didn't know that was coming up that's something i feel very 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 heavily towards because like a friend i used to have he was in the same circumstance as me whereas like they like we felt like we weren't we weren't like we were born too early Mm. like we were born too like we weren't ready but you know why we were born our parents' parents and my parents family. Like, yo, why don't why don't you got a kid? Y'all been y'all been married for two weeks. Where's the kid? Dead y'all ass. been married for, for twelve days. Where's the kid? Right. Bro, like I, I feel very like this is a sensitive topic for me. And like, you know, honestly, I don't want to go too in depth because I do want to save this for another episode. Really? But one hundred percent absolutely agree. And I like, think that's something I can talk about for a long but time. But do you think it's selfish? I don't think I don't think it's it's selfish. It's just, you know Everything's in a rush. It, it's uh yeah it's it's their families their families asking them where's the kid they feel like they need to have the kid you know but deep down i think they know that they're not they're not ready mm-hmm. for it you know maybe that w- there's so many reasons but all in all um too many kids are born too early yeah when their parents are not ready financially emotionally anything
1: I think it's very important for the, ki- for the parents to figure themselves out and fix their traumas and do everything before they have a kid thinking that that's going to be the problem solver. So, yeah. yeah, I also have a lot to say on this. I know this is very, very common for people from our parents' generation and before that, but I'm glad that this generation now is, you know, taking the steps to actually take their time and, like, go to therapy and actually be ready before, you know, being on that hamster wheel. All right, someone said... Dowry, hmm. just dowry. <laughs> Do you know what dowry is?
0: Yeah, what the hell? any anything else? Anything else? No, just
1: dowry of? in general. Like the whole thing is, I guess, a scam.
0: Dowry, noun, property or money brought by a bride to her husband on mm-hmm. their manid, ma- marriage. Right. To be used in a sentence, Elizabeth's <laughs> dowry was to be forty five thousand dollars in diamonds.
1: I think that I respect it because it is kind of like a religious cultural type of tradition. So I understand like the sentiment, but I think in this day and age especially especially if your parents are not well off and then you're your they're expected to pay the husband's family money and even like recently my friend's wedding, it was kind of, it's like Islamic for the husband to pay like a certain uh like wedding function. And then it's Islamic to pay, like, for the bride's family to pay, like, the, the husband's function. Like, they're different things, right? But it's, like, at the end of the day, I feel like it should be, like, a half and half or whatever you can afford because, like, obviously this only applies to you if, like, your parents aren't, like, rich, rich, you know? Like, I would never expect my parents to go out of their way to spend thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars for their daughter's wedding. And I also don't understand Mm -hmm. the concept of dowry because I get the Islamic thing where it's like you're supposed to give your bride like um, a bunch of jewelry or like a bunch of things. So that if something did happen to the husband, you have some sort of like, you know, like stepping stool to like help you later on, you know, just in case Mm -hmm. something does happen to the husband. But beyond that, I don't get it. Like I personally would never let my parents pay that much unless they would they're asking to you know hmm. and also like buying your hu- buying your husband's family with money like what's the point of that that's dumb all right last one brown boys still saying the n-word or wanting to be hood so bad <laughs> how you feel
0: Nah, you know i think i think it's okay I think, shut you know, up
1: like... people are gonna take this sound and just use it against you later
0: <laughs> all right here, here's the thing right um, I've checked so many, so many brown boys in my life and, and I'm going to keep checking them if whenever I see that go on in front of me. Cause here's the thing, right? All these boys are running around. I'm from, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from Queens. I'm from Long Island. Oh, wow. I'm from Philly. I'm from Chicago. I don't care where you're from, bro. All right. Like before I go any further, I, I just want to make it clear that I I get what they're saying. I think a lot of people come into this saying that they understand the guy side but not really understanding it. But for me like I I've said it my whole life until I was like 18. Every single person around me said it. Every single person around me was okay with me saying it and not just, you know, little white people and not just little brown people like like you you see where I'm like you know the people I have I've hung out with in my life. Like it was something that I've said my whole life. So I'm saying this understanding the guy's side. And me understanding the guy's side, I'm here and telling you that I don't care where you're from. I don't care who your boys are. Because at the end, you're not black, bro. Yeah. You're not black. You got black friends. Your black friends are cool with you saying it. You guys, whatever. You're not black. If you want to go hang out with your four black friends and they're cool with you saying it, do whatever you want. But... Just know that it's it's like know that you're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And just because your little bubble is cool with you, you know, your little your little block in New York City is not the world. That is not the rest of America. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, anywhere else in the world. That is your little that is your little hood. Do whatever you want there. But understand that, like, you're doing the wrong thing. And whenever I see that happening in front of me, I always check it. It's not even brown people. It's anybody that isn't black. No, right? honestly,
1: like if, if you allow things like that to happen in your friend circle, then you're also a problem.
0: I'm like I'm the I'm the I'm the word police. Like that, mm-hmm. that should have not happened mm-hmm. around me. You know, and I think I think instead of the little boys from the hood talking about, oh, I'm from the hood so I can say it, instead of being like that, you should be yeah, I'm from the hood, so I understand why you shouldn't say this. And now, you know, me having this this background understanding, this background insight, now I'm gonna start policing other guys to not say. That's the way you should do it. You shouldn't do it like, yeah, I'm from here, so I got I got the pass. No, you don't. Now you have the opportunity to change other people's perspective because you're coming from them from a place that that understands why other people are saying it. Mm. And that's kind of how I go about it because I have that background understanding. And I use that as leverage to be like, yo, you're stupid. Stop saying that shit.
1: You're a walking red flag if you say it around me or if you say it in general. If I see that shit anywhere on social media of you using it publicly, (laughs) I'm reporting it to your business, your place of work, your place of school, institution, everything. I'm sending it to your mom. You guys are sick in the head if you think that you have the N-word card. N-word pass. Mm. Nope. Nope. Not around me. Not around me. You yeah. came to the wrong podcast. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> <laughs> so those are less. No, uh-huh. oh. but I th-
0: <laughs> no. I think just closing statements. Um, I think a lot of like these white girls run around get getting mad at people saying it, and you know the the male mind is very fragile. So when somebody gets mad at them for doing something, they want to do it more. And I think a lot of people get mad at these boys for doing these types of things without having, without understanding where they're coming from, other than the very general, oh, I'm from the hood. You know, that's why, again, I really want to reinstate any boys that are listening who, who grew up saying it because... Of the community or, or the neighborhood that you're from, you have the power to change other people. Mm. These little white girls don't have the power. They're just going to piss off these guys and make them say it more. And that's the reality. You have the power to make these kids stop running around saying it mm-hmm. because you are coming from a place that they can connect themselves with. That's why, like, you know, I have people that I used to say it with and I still see them saying it. I have the power to make them stop and they'll listen to me more than they'll listen to a little white girl on twitter you understand so if you're someone who is saying it use that power to make other people stop
1: all right hope y'all like the hot takes you got any 10 second advice
0: mm, hot cakes go get some hot cakes no i think they discontinued it or they're just not yeah as you thank know, they're, god they're really it was probably you nowadays. just
1: buying them
0: <laughs> no <laughs> oh. uh, i watched a, a tiktok recently i was talking about the hot cakes and just like a lot more dry than they used to i think before they used to give two you packs have 10, 10 second advice for <laughs> <laughs> now they only get one packet of syrup. Just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that they're wrong.
1: Mm, that's a good one. It just
0: means that, you know, you, you just have to expand your horizons just a little bit more. Wow. Because, you know, in life, you're going to meet a lot of people that disagree with you. That's true. But that does not mean that they're wrong. It means that you don't understand them yet. And instead of getting mad at them for disagreeing with you, you need to be happy that you are given the opportunity to just become a bit more wise. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. You asked me for it. Listen, I could drop gems. Okay. I yeah. could I could be a little, little dooty-doo, like a little silly boy, but I could really like drop some bangers on right. your head anytime. I'm a poet. I got a book. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You
1: got any tips on on Amazon. I got some mm. 10 second advice.
0: And that shit going to have your head spinning. You understand what I'm saying? You don't believe me? Eleven ninety nine on Amazon.
1: So my 10 second advice is, you know, I have a lot of spending trauma. Whenever I spend money, I always feel guilty. I was always taught to be, you know, saving that money. Also, I didn't grow up from, like, a rich family. So I was always taught to just save, 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 right? So I have a lot of trauma around that. But recently, I'm trying my best to enjoy the city that I'm in and spend a little bit of money instead of thinking about it, like, 30 times. Like, sometimes i'll want some food and i'm so hungry and i'll be like no i gotta save that for later like what for later what's that seven dollars gonna do for later (laughs) so even with just like small things like food whether it's buying a trip somewhere just spend that money because money always comes back if you got that intention right
0: you know what's crazy yeah yo y'all y'all listening um everybody listening just know that all the advice that this girl says on the pod is stuff that I tell her. That's not true. <laughs> that know, was th- all me. I don't tell you to go go to all these all these panaderias around your neighborhood, go spend these couple dollars just to make yourself happy. I will tell you that. Who tells it to you? Huh? No, nah, he's taking you me. You think you come up with all advice. this? He always takes But that's credit. a good one.
1: That's a good one, right?
0: That's a good one. I do that one a little too much, you know? Yeah. You <laughs> <A little laughs> gotta weird. be
1: restrained. You
0: know Listen, money comes and goes, okay? Anyways that's all we got i'm tired and i'm hungry and i'm gonna lay down so thank you guys for listening to our podcast follow me on instagram um even if it means that you have to unfollow difficult i'm okay with that (laughs) i'm okay with that (laughs) come on um yeah thank you guys for listening to the pod rate us on spotify review us on apple music download us follow us tell a friend tell your mom yeah and we've been popping off on tiktok as always Tell tell your little baby cousin tell tell anybody comment all right, if you made it this far what what do they got to comment comment jelly bee comment Jell-a-bee is overrated yeah comment that you understand what i'm saying Yeah. comment jelly bee is overrated maybe even maybe even drop in you know your favorite your favorite little dessert yeah. you, you know go ahead mm-hmm. why not plus minus Ganafa. love you give you a kiss <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right guys we'll see you guys <laughs> next guys week listening. thank you for listening i love this. all right bye